Bonjour, kia ora, and welcome to the Raglan Surf Reports podcast. I haven't done a podcast in quite a while um, because I've been extremely lazy, and that's something that I suffer from. It's it's uh, it's something that a lot of people suffer from, actually. Laziness. It's um it's it's generally um brought on when when you just can't be fucked doing something and I haven't really been fucked doing this podcast so I haven't been doing it I've been doing other things instead such as uh, living a, a life and and surfing obviously because uh, I'm a surfer that's what this podcast is about loosely loosely based around surfing much like the Raglan surf report that's how it was brought about actually was uh you know, it was um, surfing, surf culture, surf lifestyle, and uh, and I mean, we all love that lifestyle, really. But um, it's it's at sometimes it's quite ridiculous, and and th- I mean that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why you're listening to this, the Raglan Surf Report podcast, um, because I like to take a, a little bit of a spin on things, um, and it's good to look at things um, not so seriously. Uh, but then again, it's sometimes it's sometimes good to take a look at things also seriously, because life can be serious and it can be not so serious. And uh, it's good to start with a little bit of a ramble, you know, just to get the esophagi, or in this case, just one esophagus, my esophagus, uh, warmed up for for speech. And um, so it's good to be back on the Raglan Surf Report podcast and. There's been a lot that's that's gone on since the the last time I broad broadcasted did, did this podcast. Um, I believe the last person that we had on on the show was Billy Stearman, and he's gone on to do things since I last spoke to him. I can't remember what they were. He's done a lot of things. He's hung out with his dog. He's gone surfing. He's taken his wife shopping. He's gone surfing again. He's done some social media influencing, selling goods on the line. And uh, so it's good, good to um, you know, good to hear from him. He's been doing well. Uh, I've been doing well, I guess. Um, I've actually, I'm not sure if you've seen it. If you're in New Zealand, uh, the latest New Zealand surfing magazine has just come out. I haven't gone and got a copy yet because I'm just saving up because it costs money. I think it's like eight ninety five or something, and. I don't quite have the funds to get a copy yet, so I've I've, just, I've gone into the store and I've checked it out and I've just taken photos of every page with my with my camera with my camera phone. Um, so there's a little life hack. If there's a magazine that you want to get, or or anything really, like if you you can go into a bookstore, and I wouldn't recommend it with a an entire novel. If you're in the in the bookstore trying to take photographs of three hundred pages with your phone the uh, the people that work there could get a little bit suspicious. But in the case of magazines, like you don't need to take photos of all the ads. You can just take photos of the pages that you actually want to read, the things that you're interested in. And I took some photos of the, the pages of the latest New Zealand surfing magazine because I'd actually written an article in there. And, uh, and it was... It was in relation to a surf trip that I did a few months back with the Volcom surf team and they came to Raglan and um, so yeah go check that out the story is basically about uh, you know I'm just kind of taking the, the piss out of the surf team a little bit because they um, they kind of fucked around quite a bit and 
I'd get up early and want to go surfing because the waves were probably like a 9 out of 10 uh, by Raglan standard. So it was like extremely good waves and they were kind of fucking around. So I was just like, oh, this is really frustrating. But um, it was still really good to surf with those guys. And so if you do check the story out, it's uh, it's just a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun, really. And if you've ever... Oh, shit, I think there's someone at the door. Oh, maybe not. If you've ever listened to the Raglan Surfport podcast or seen anything that I do, then you'll realise that, you know... I'm taking the piss. Is that someone knocking on the door? No, we're good. There is no door here. Okay. Um, yeah, so check that out. It's a, it's a good read. And... It was good to surf with those guys, with, with a bunch of pro surfers, because it is really fun to test yourself and, you know, stack yourself up against some of the best surfers in the world. And I really like to do that because it brings out the best in my in my surfing and my abilities. And, um, and I really like to show people up whenever I can, because I am a bit of a show-off. If you've seen me surfing, you would have recognised that I surf Manu Bay quite a lot. And that's because there are a lot of spectators there and I like to show off in front of them. And, um, you know, probably a little bit of a narcissist, I guess, but, you know, who isn't these days? We've all got Instagram and social media and we take photos of ourselves and we post things online about what we're doing and what we're achieving. So, um, yeah, take that with a grain of salt. Just rambling again. But uh, that, that was good. That's come out. So go get yourself a copy of the latest New Zealand surfing magazine. And um, on the cover, actually... The cover is a... It's not a surfing shot. It's a photo of none other than recently qualified for the World Championship Tour 2019, Mr. Ricardo Christie from... Um, well, they call him the Mahesian Prince. And when I say they, I mean me, just now making that up. But uh, congratulations, massive congratulations to Ricardo for qualifying for that the tour next year. And he did that with a very strong showing at uh, Haleiwa Beach at the uh, Hawaiian Pro, I think it was called, the Hawaiian Pro. And it was it was called that because it was in Hawaii, um, which makes sense. You wouldn't call it the Hawaiian Pro if it wasn't in Hawaii. Um, so massive congrats to Rick, that, that strong result coming in third place and, uh, and overall finishing eighth on the World Qualifying Series. And with uh, Kanoa Igarashi clearly winning the World Qualifying Series and re-qualifying through the Championship Tour, that bumps Ricardo's finishing spot up to 7th. So he should have a pretty decent seed for next year. He won't be going up against... Well, I'm pretty sure he won't be going up against the top seeds. Like Next year we're going to have the top seeds will be Gabriel Medina... Uh, Felipe Toledo and Julian Wilson so I don't think Ricardo will be going up against those guys straight off the bat so it'll give him a little bit more of a chance to to really you know get warmed up in those earlier rounds Uh, but yeah it was amazing to see that and with that qualification Ricardo has made history well him and Paige Harab because Paige Harab also re-qualified for the 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 world tour and um so that, that's, a, that's an amazing achievement. And, uh, I mean, we should all be very proud of these, these, uh, these people, Ricardo and Paige, because they, they grinded it out all year. They're bloody dedicated athletes, and they're phenomenal surfers and great people. And um, we should be really proud of that. And hopefully our government should be 
proud of that as well and notice when I say the government I mean like um, you know government funding towards sports because at the moment surfing doesn't really get that much because we're not considered well because we haven't been an Olympic sport in the past but now with the Olympics in uh, what's that 2020 yeah 2020 and I, I, I believe Paige has got a very strong chance of qualifying for that so if we do have a surfer in the Olympics, then we are recognised as an Olympic sport and the government might give us a little bit more money to push surfing in this country. So that would be um, that would be pretty cool, I guess. Um, shit, where was I going with that? Uh, yes, anyway, this, the cover of this magazine, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day and, and she was just like, oh, well, you know... They they didn't have Paige on the cover, you know. She requalified, and and then Ricardo qualified, and and he's on the cover. And this is always a very touchy one when you get into sexism in sport. And I mean, I saw it the cover, obviously giving Ricardo the cover, because he like he's been off tour for a few years, off the championship tour. So he qualified and. 2014 for the 2015 tour so he's made it back which is an awesome achievement and not taking anything away from Paige what she's done is amazing as well but she was already on the championship tour this year so uh, yeah I don't know I'm not going to say no I am going to say something Um, so Ricardo definitely deserved getting a cover because that's a massive achievement and also what Paige has done is a massive achievement but she achieved that achievement last year by qualifying for the tour so she's qualified for the tour again which is amazing but then I think because Ricardo did it for the first time in four years then he's like deserves a cover I guess oh fuck I I don't even give a shit really and but some people do give a shit um but just like just don't really give too much of a shit because that's the thing in, in this day and age everyone has a voice and but not everyone should speak I mean, I have a voice and I'm speaking. If you're listening to it, then, you know, good on you. But, yeah, that's the thing. With social media, everyone has a voice, but not everyone should speak. Because there's some people who just throw shit into the wind. And um, it hits people in the eyes. And when I say eyes, I mean I mean ears. They're listening to stuff that they don't need to listen to. Because it's just fucking nonsense. Um, anyway, rambling on again... All I'm trying to say is, well done Ricardo, well done Paige, great cover, great magazine, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Ricardo and Paige on next year's World Championship Tour. And um, and with that, we've we've got we've got the final World Championship Tour event coming up. Well, the waiting period started, but uh, it's for the Bonsai. Fuck, I don't even know. Is it called the Bonsai Pipe? Bonsai Pipeline Masters or the Pipeline Masters or the Billabong Bonsai Pipeline Masters or the Billabong Pipe Masters? I don't know. The Billabong in memory of Andy Irons, the Billabong Bonsai in memory of Andy Irons Pipeline Masters. Something like that. But you know what it is. It's the Pipe Masters. But that uh, waiting period started and they've... I think they've had too much swell. Oh, whatever. There's heaps of swell. And um, I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to that because it's the, the showdown of the year. Between Gabriel Medina, uh, Ricardo Toledo's son, and Julian Wilson, and I for one want I'm going I'm team F- Felipe. 
because I love his surfing, I appreciate his surfing, and he's he's slightly more charismatic than those other dudes. I, I yeah, I guess it'd be good for Julian to win. He's an amazing surfer, but his uh, his his inter- his like if he wins, his interviews will just be real boring. I reckon um, they'll just be quite dull. He he doesn't give the best post heat interviews. He's probably a nice enough guy, and he's probably charismatic, not in front of the camera, like in RL, real life. But, uh, yeah, I, I just feel he'd be a bit bland. He's not the charismatic world champ that, that I want. I want this uh, fiery, young uh, Brazilian to win. And I don't want Gabriel Medina to win it either, because he, he he's done it before, and he's kind of... He's like... He, who would he be if he was ah oh, it's just Gabriel Martini you know like he's a he's a fucking great surfer but no I just don't want him to win I'm team Felipe so that's going to be interesting once that starts and uh, I'll put some money on that I'll put some money on the first round so far put a multi on and uh, it was paying $853 I think uh, for one dollar, so I put a dollar on, and I picked about six or seven heats, and I'll be telling you all about it if it comes through. Obviously, I won't say a fucking thing if I lose, but hopefully that comes through and and I'll be rich. And I don't know about you, if you're getting onto the the gambling, the TAB for the surfing, but it's it's really quite a lot of fun. I won a little bit of money on it earlier in the year. I was thinking about four hundred bucks of four dollars. Um, I'm not going to tell you how much I've lost because that's not what you do when you're a gambler. You only talk about the victories. You don't talk about the losses. Uh, but yeah, I won a little bit of money on that. So hopefully, I've just got back into it actually because you know that money that I I won, I lost all of it. Uh, so I just topped my account back up again, and uh, I'm back on. I'm back on for the Pipe Masters. So it's going to be some really interesting heats. More a hell of a lot more interesting if you put money on it. Makes it far more exciting. So I recommend that. Kids, get into gambling. It'll uh, it'll lighten up your life. It'll make your viewing of surf events that much more fun. Um, so that's coming up. That'll be good. And um, hopefully it's big and gnarly. Big and gnarly. I don't. I mean, I don't want anyone to to injure themselves. But uh, it'll be good to see some fucking heavy gnarly as tube rides and shit go down. Like at the Jaws comp that they called off. The big wave comp because it was actually too big. Because, yeah. I mean, that would have been good if they'd, they'd run that. Because those guys were getting some good tubes. But uh, I'm not going to go into that because that was like fucking three weeks ago or some shit. And that's old news. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to go over in this podcast. It's a new thing that I'm going to get into. And it's like surf tips. Surf tips with, with Luke. Because I'm Luke. And I'm... You know, I'm rather knowledgeable about surfing and I've got some information to share. I've got some knowledge to share. And so I thought I'd get into it. And today, I'm going to be talking about how to snake and how to get away with snaking. Because anyone can snake, but it's getting away with snaking that is the key. Uh, So I've got a few notes here that I've written down, some some techniques for snaking. Uh, The first one... Ah, okay. The first one that I've got down is the duck kick. So, a lot of people know that there's a duck dive in surfing, but there's also another avian-related maneuver in surfing, and that is the duck kick. If you look at a duck in a pond, 
It'll be floating on the surface. Well, hopefully it'll be floating on the surface, um, unless it's dead. But it'll be floating on the surface, and it'll be moving along. And you're like, holy shit, how is this duck moving? Where's its rudder? Where's its outboard motor? And they don't have outboard motors because they're animals. And they have feet, much like us. And they have web feet, much like some of us who have had sex with um, family members. Um, and w- what they do is they move their, their little webbed feet. They, they move them vigorously in the water, and, and they go along. They move. And that's the same technique that can be used in snaking. So, for instance, if you're sitting on the outside of another surfer, and then you start moving your feet uh, vigorously in, in the direction of that surfer's inside, and then you can do that. If you do it subtly over the, the course of uh, one to two minutes, uh, you can get onto the inside of someone without actually looking like you've snaked them. And uh, if, you do it, if you do it subtly enough, you can get away with it. And if, if someone hits you up and they think that you've been disrespectful towards them by snaking them by doing the, the, duck, the duck, uh, duck paddle, then, um, I mean, just simply say, look, I'm sorry, I must have been caught in a rip um, that pulled me over here, that you have, obviously you're not in the, in the same rip as me. Very small um, undercurrent. Uh, so that's that one. That's the duck kick. It's very effective. I do that quite often, actually. The next one is... Uh, this is the, uh, whoa, there's a big set coming. Everyone paddle wide. Now, for this one, it definitely helps if there's a big set coming because people will believe it because they'll be able to see a large set with their eyes. Uh, and a lot of the times when people see a large set looming... And, and just to clarify, a set is more than one wave. Uh, if they see a large set looming, they will paddle wide because they don't want to get their, their hair wet. They don't want to have to deal with the turbulence of duck diving a large wave. So if you can make that call, or at least fake paddle wide, so you start paddling wide, you get everyone else to follow you, everyone else paddling wide, and then while they are... They are... Um, focused on um, themselves getting wide enough to avoid the set wave, then you just dart on the inside there and, and you snake everyone without anyone even noticing. It's a fucking brilliant trick. And you can do it without a set coming as well. All you have to do is just say, whoa, there's a big set coming, like that. Or, or just start panning really wide, uh, really fast. And then people will follow you. It's the, it's the, um, it's the sheep trick. You know, a sheep will follow another sheep, and then all the other sheep will follow. So if you if you do that, people will follow you, and then dart on the, onto the inside. People will be lost in all the commotion and the kerfuffle, and then you'll be sitting on the inside, ready for the next wave. Um, ah, a similar one to this is it's a buddy system. This one's a, a little bit of a buddy system. Uh, it's when you 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 have to have a friend who's already on the inside. So, I mean, uh, for this one to work, you might have to wait a little while. So you wait for your buddy to get on the inside. Uh, actually, I'll explain it like this. Um, I was at a festival, Laneway Festival, full of hipsters, lots of wide brim felt hats. Uh, I, I was there with a friend, and we wanted to get to the, the very front to see Father John Misty, one of my favourite artists. And, uh, and I said to my, my buddy, I was like, okay, so this is the plan, right? You just, just barge through the crowd. He's only a, he's only a short dude. But I was just like, you just barge through the crowd, and then I'm going to 
be probably five to six legal steps behind you and I'm going to be yelling at you and he's just like oh what do you mean what do you mean and I was just like okay watch this just do it and then he starts like running through the crowd and people are like oh shit what's going on and then I I start running behind him and just yelling hey mate you fucking come back here you little cunt I saw you fucking touch my missus bum I fucking you know just say shit like that like so you're about to have a, a fight with someone and people in public especially at festivals where there's a whole bunch of hipster pussies and they don't really want to get involved in in any sort of altercation people will get out of the way it's like a parting of the seas like like Moses did if he was actually real and existed but it's like that it's like a parting of the seas people get out of the way because they don't want to be involved in that sort of thing so they they will clear that path and you can just walk right on to up to the front up to the front it's it's a similar it's similar with surfing so if you have a friend and they are on the on the uh on the inside and then you've just caught a wave and you paddle back out and then you just start yelling to them like not in an aggressive way this is slightly different you start yelling to them and say oh man like i hope your daughter really enjoyed that that present that i got them uh, I, I knew, know that they love ponies so I really hope um, Sarah loves that My Little Pony that I got her and, and then people hear that sort of thing and they're like oh shit what a good guy Like he's, he's, he got his friend his friend's daughter a present and stuff and then they just kind of totally forget that you go that you're paddling right past them to go and sit next to your friend and you just have this nice chummy conversation and people are just like oh fucking what a, what a good dude what a, what a legend like he, he buys people presents I want to be friends with that guy and they don't even know. They don't even realise that you've just snaked them. And uh, so that's a good one. Also, yeah, use it at festivals. Use it in the surf. I mean, there's other places you can use it too. Fucking use it at the supermarket, in line. Just whatever. There's so many different places that it can be used. So that's a very important one. Um, oh, the paddle the paddle way further out than everyone else. So this one isn't that great. It's, it's very simple. It's just paddle out further than everyone else. And then just slowly creep onto the inside. Just slowly. So it takes a little bit of time. And it's not my favourite one, but it does work. So you just paddle straight out past everyone else. And then just slowly creep in. People don't even realise you're doing it. But it does take a little while. It takes like uh, five minutes, maybe. And, um... Oh, yep. Uh, this is a really good one. It's a little bit excessive and it can kind of ruin any sort of future employment prospects. Um, but get a face tat. Get a face tattoo. And if you snake someone and you've got a face tattoo, they're probably not going to say anything. Um, I would almost guarantee no one's going to say shit. If you have a face tattoo and you snake someone, they, they're not going to fuck with you. Because the majority of the time, people with face tats are fucking crazy people. And, I mean, I for one, if, if someone with a face tat snake me, I'm not going to say shit to them. Because I know that people with face tats are generally fucking crazy. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, hit up a crazy person and be like, hey man, why'd you snake me? And then, like, I don't know, what, what's fucking crazy? They might just drown me. They could just instantly drown me. Just not even say anything. Just like, ah, oh, fuck, just drown. I don't want to be drowned just because dude snake me fucking face tat or neck tat oh neck tats aren't as bad but definitely face tattoos because fucking people face tattoos are crazy um oh yep the uh oh I'm just going over there a little bit 
um, that is similar to the paddling out further, but it's kind of like I do this one all the time at Manu Bay actually because there's you've got secrets which is a very deep takeoff spot, and then you've got like the main I don't know what you call that just the main takeoff spot. There's no real name for it. I mean I could make a name up. I, Mainies or something. Mainies. There we go. That's a good one. So Mainies at Manu Bay. You could be uh, sitting. Someone could be sitting at Mainies at Manu Bay, and then I'll just paddle over to Secrets, which is a little bit deeper. And uh, it, I mean, initially they'll think that I'm snaking them, but I'm not because I'm going to sit at a deeper peak. And then once you're over there for a few minutes, then you can creep back in, and then people will be none the wiser. So once again, that's a very effective one. Very simple. Very very simple. And it gives you an opportunity to get some waves deeper if they come through as well. Um, oh, yeah. This one, uh, fuck it. I'm a local. Now, this one's a little bit tricky. Uh, for instance, you can't really try this in, in places like uh, Chile or Indonesia. Um, it, it just it wouldn't be... I don't think it'd be that effective if you're out surfing Bingen and then... Uh, and then you just snaked a whole bunch of Aussie fuckos. And, uh, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And you would be like, oh, I'm local. And um, you're a six foot two white guy with a Kiwi accent. It doesn't work in that kind of situation. But it can work if you are, if you are actually a local. It can work. And, um, but you have to say it with intent. You have to really mean it. You have to really mean that you're, you're a local. Even if you've only been there for three months. But if you live somewhere... Even if you've only been there a few months, but you say it with intent, you believe that this is your homeland. You believe that you belong here. And if you tell someone with that much intent, they'll believe you and they'll back down. They'll be like, oh, shit, well, I guess he is a local. And um, locals kind of have right away. Unfortunately, not a lot of people know that, especially in Raglan, where they don't really have any respect whatsoever for locals. Uh, when I say this, I mean tourists. Uh, not a lot of them have respect for locals because... They're kind of in the same boat. They've been there for two, three weeks. So they've kind of built up that local status themselves. Um, but, uh, but that's a good one. And, uh, but just be careful with who you use that on. Um, for instance, myself, if I was in, um, let's say, Mahia. Mahia or, or, or anywhere that's not Raglan. And, uh, and I tried that on someone and, and they were a local. And then I said, no, 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 it's good, I'm a local. And they'd be like, hmm, you're not a local. And I'd be like, yeah, I am. And they'd be like, nah, mate, you're not a local. Fuck off. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, no, you're right, I'm not. And then I would have to fuck off. So that one wouldn't work. And one of those situations, you're probably going to have to use one of the other techniques. Maybe face tattoo, something like that. Um... But yeah, I mean, that that's about it. If, if anyone else has their own version of snaking and getting away with it, I'd love to hear that. And uh, I, I, I'll, um, yeah, next podcast, I'll have some, some new tips to, to help you enjoy your surfing experience. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's summertime now. It's officially summer. We're in December. So I just wanted to do a shout out to everyone and just say, make sure you get your fans. Because the, the temperature's heating up and you need your fans because uh, it happens the same, same fucking thing every summer. People, like, they don't buy their fans and then the fans are sold out and then everyone's whinging about fans. They're like, oh, fuck. 
because everyone goes and buys their fans at once. So all the stores, they don't have time to reorder more fans. So everyone's just like, oh shit, heatwave, boom, fans. So they go buy all their fans at once and they sell out of fans and you've got all these people fucking whinging about not having a fan and they're all hot and flustered and the country kind of turns to shit. So everyone, make sure you go and get your fucking fans because we don't want a, you know, a, another case of the last few years where everyone just gets warm and runs out of fucking fans. Uh, so get your fans and um, I've been doing this quite a bit, trying to slang my shit because I like money I like making money because I don't have a lot of it or I need more of it and I want some of your money and in exchange for that I'll give you a t-shirt started making some uh, t-shirts I'm going to be making some more maybe in a month with something a little bit different also I've got some hats on the way and they're awesome surf hats but you'll hear more about that and um, yeah hopefully uh, I'll get back onto this and um, next episode I'll have someone in here to talk to and hopefully it'll be something really interesting with some good shit to say and and um and fucking yeah have a good have a good week see ya